like, well, good to have you on here, man. I'm glad you could finally make it here. Um, we've been kind of debating on like what's the first episode and who you want to use. So I've been kind of pushing you, pushing like Mark Tucker, Mark Tucker. You know, he's like a local <laughs> hero around here. <laughs> oh my God! But I'm just glad to have you on here, man. I just want to get kind of started. And I want to start with the early days of football. That's kind of like the thing that I do when I get people on here. I want to talk to them. And not necessarily always about sports, but most of the guys I've had on here, we talk about sports. And and I do it because I want the parents to hear it from somebody who's been there, somebody who's been through all these different like life adventures and things that have been presented to you. So when you first started playing football, and we're not going to go back to like the baby, baby football, but like ninth grade, like when well, did you – Ain't no baby football that way, <laughs> that, that was That was when I started. But, uh, no, I appreciate you having me, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, you know, you and I have been, been buddies for a minute, and we uh, – we chop it up and, and have a good time, each other a hard time. So, uh, uh, yeah, I appreciate being yeah, here. Absolutely. Um, um, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, I know things have changed in times I've evolved. You know, I'm an old head, you know, just turned 55. So I, I, I get it. I've been around football, you know, since I was 15 years old. And so I, I, I've seen all the change. I've seen things that have happened, whatever. You know, for me it was, you know, I didn't play Pop Warner. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't start till I got to high school, and I always tell people this story. I go, when I I went to my, you know my high school was 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 a was a at the time was a powerhouse high school football program nationwide, nationally known. Um, you know, always big time D one guys coming out, guys getting recruited, whatever. I show up there, little chubby fifteen year old. <laughs> you know, I I can I tell you, I, I couldn't get dressed. You know, you and I talked about this. We mean like, get dressed like, like in like, the uniform. Yeah, like when they, I went to the locker room. You know, they gave me the football pants and the and the. You know, and now you know Nike got everything built in. It's sewn in. You yeah, gotta, yeah, because you, you had just, to put the thigh pads in, yeah, knee yeah, pads. You had yeah. to have help hey, to get that I'm, stuff on. I'm standing. I'm looking at the dudes. I'm like, hey man. I'm like, uh, where'd this go? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, and I say, I'm like, I go. I, I never played before, man. Like I played in the street. I played at the park. But I ain't never put on a uniform before, so I have no idea what I'm doing right now. So, dudes are like, "Oh man, you know." So they're like, you know, and that, and that was, then, you know, it was cool because we had such a tradition and such a brotherhood that guys understood. Like, hey, we got this dude, man. He has gone through all the summer training, you know, getting his, you know, butt kicked out there, <laughs> doing up downs, grass drills, driving sleds, doing all this kind of stuff. So obviously, this dude has the driving and motivation. Right. So. He just needs a little bit of a little bit of guys. So hey man, this, you know, so guys are showing me how to do it, and so you know where my story is going is I w- I was a here's a kid that showed up in 1983, um, didn't even know how to get dressed in a uniform, and then three years later, I can write my ticket to any school in the country. Yeah. yeah. So I I know how things evolve. I know how things work. Um, you know I know that again. You and I have had, you know, numerous conversations. We know that this day and age, nobody has any patience. Nobody has the resolve to, hey, let's work through stuff. Yeah. It's the, you know, yeah, I'm jumping on the soapbox. It's the entitlement. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's, it's I, the, that's why I brought you hey, here. That's it's why the entitlement. It's the, it's the, you know, um, you know, I, 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 it's the instant gratification. You know, yes. I want what I want right now. You know, I want it to happen right now. I need to, I need to be a D one major D1 prospect, like, right now. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, because, I mean, it's funny because your story is so similar to my story, and I think a lot of guys 
that are our age and our generation, most of us just play sports in the neighborhood. You didn't have the money to go to the YMCA. I say YMCA, these guys have trainers. So, you know, yeah, you had, you didn't have that kind of money to say I'm going to go work with this trainer. If your buddy had a football, you go play football at the park. You basketball, you go down to the courts and you play until the streetlights come on. And then you had to get your butt home. So I'm kind of in a similar situation where my first time playing was in ninth grade and it was just like, I love this. This is what I want. It, it, it's like you're almost crazy. Like you you get hooked on it so quick if it's what you want. So you get there and you're this pudgy little, which which blows my mind because you're big swole now. <laughs> yeah. That's your handler on everything. That's how you big swole, big swole. Everybody oh knows big tough. But coming in as that 15-year-old, like, how did you, when you first walked on that field, what was that, what was that like to, to look around and say, Oh my God! I got to go against all these guys. I'm I'm trying to get a job. Like I I want what you have, and if I got to take it from you, like how do you get your mindset like that as a high school player? Well, it was I think for me it was a thing where I was pretty much told, you know, I wouldn't be a success because because of the, the because of the grandeur of our program, and like you you had to be a baller. Yeah, and it's like. Dude, you ain't, you ain't you never really played football, so you go go to this program and you think you finna really go there and and do this. And so it was in the back of my mind, it was it was proving a lot of people wrong, but it was also proving to myself that I could do it. Right. And just you know, just that whole um, thing of just my developing my confidence um, in myself and just kind of figure out where I'm at. It's like. You know you you know you're gonna take your lumps. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just and you just take them, man. It's like, like you, 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 I'm going against guys that are I'm going against a guy who's gonna be a D1 prospect right. or a guy that is a D1 prospect. Yeah, he gonna hand me my ass. So I'm like, yeah, but I'm a, I'm gonna learn from it. Yeah. Like I'm gonna figure out. Okay, at some point I'm gonna get tired of getting my head bashed <laughs> in, and yeah. I'm a, and I'm do a, something about it. So you know I ain't running to no therapist. You know I ain't gonna run to mom. You know whatever. I'm a you know. Again, as as you and I have discussed, my high school football coach was big on the scene called intestinal fortitude. Yeah. It's just guts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. So let me ask you this question then. So with what we were just talking about with, with kids being able to move around, if looking back at it, knowing what you know now, if you had the opportunity to say, you know what, this school is too much for me, I think I want to go somewhere else. Was that ever an option? Was that ever a thought in your head to be like, this is too much, I want to go somewhere where it's a little easier maybe? No, nah, because to me it was all about the challenge. Yeah, and that's And that's the thing that, again, you know, we discussed that it, it separates us. You know, I'm looking, for, I'm looking for the challenge. I'm not looking for the easy road. I'm mm-hmm. looking for the challenge. I'm looking for and, – and it's not that you're so much so knowing at that time that – it's gonna play so much into your life, into your development as a person, but it's just, it's a challenge. Like I'm gonna prove to myself I can mm-hmm. get this done, and I'm gonna prove to the, my naysayers that I'm gonna get it yeah, done. Absolutely. And so, again, you know, I I I I get it now. You know, I've been around. You know, the, this this newer whatever how we do things now, and I know kids jump around, and transfer, and I get all that. It's just. You know, I had a, I had a um, kid asked me the other day, um, we're talking about the NIL, and uh, it was a younger coach I was talking to, actually, and, and uh, he knew our staff, and he was asking about, 
um, if I had gotten an NIL deal from somewhere else, you know, because so the kid from, as we're talking about this, uh, kid from U of A, receiver from U of A, you know, SCR offered that kid $250,000 in NIL, and he didn't want to leave. And I guess he apparently told him, he's like, told the U of A coaches, like, yeah, I'm not trying to leave, but, you know, they. It's a lot they, of money. <laughs> You know, and, and, and unfortunately, that's what it's coming down to. Is like you, you, you can go out and you can yeah. buy these kids. Now, yeah, you know, it's and you got like, kids that come from disadvantaged backgrounds, mm-hmm. man, less than backgrounds. So I get that, and I was one of those kids, like you and I have discussed. And yeah. so it's like, would I, if somebody threw that kind of money at me, would I have left? And I go, it's hard to say because I'm so far removed, and yeah. you know, it's you know, I can say right now, you know, oh yeah, you, you know. Knowing what I know now, knowing you know with my mom's situation and and how I was growing up, yeah, it'd be easy to jump at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right? absolutely. I, you know, I went to USC because it was USC, right? Because I grew up two blocks from that school. Never. You in, grew up loving it. I, I grew. I, yeah. well, I walked to that campus. You know, I I would go to practice and watch Marcus Allen and Ronnie Lott, and 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 you know uh, Roy Foster and all these guys at practice. And never in a million years that I've been fathomed that I'd actually had opportunity to go to school, play football there, graduate from there, leave a legacy there, you know. And like I said, growing up, you know, I would I remember when I first moved there, um, like literally our neighborhood on Saturday would just be flooded, you know, people because it was a it was a it was right across the street from just yeah. the, the neighborhood, and uh, um, it was it was called Exposition Park, and so people would just be parked all throughout the neighborhood and then people would have lots, whatever they would charge for parking. And it was just, it was just nuts. And so I'm like, Hey man, what the hell's going on over there? Like, what's this whole big, you know, and like, cause I didn't even start playing football yet. I'm like, what is this whole, what's going on? Oh, they go, that's a, you know, USC's playing at the Coliseum today. I'm like, okay, what's the big deal? It's like, we're just like the, you know, big time college football, man. So every week, during football season, man, every Saturday gonna be like this when they play at home. That, that blows my mind because I'm like this jersey behind me with this big Rose Bowl on hey, it. Hey. You you live right across the street. You know that's like me growing up in North Carolina. Chapel Hill was just like that's where I wanted to go to school. You know basketball, Michael Jordan, Lawrence Taylor. Like it, it was now. It's like I don't feel like those kids have that same connection. It's like you, you automatically you go in looking at it like it's a free agency contract. You go in and it's like who can make the best deal for me? Who can give me what I want, which which I get it, you know, because I'm one of those people for a long time. I'm like, we need to pay these athletes. These athletes need more money. But now as a parent of a kid who's going through it, there's so many dangers and so many pitfalls. And you're constantly having to remind them that it's not about the money. Go where you're going to go because for four years, I could see myself being here. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. And, and these were the discussions that I had with, with Deuce. And it, and he was just like, no, Dad, I get it. I get it. And so many kids make a decision based on, you know, money or uh, well, facilities. Yeah, the facilities. Uniforms. But yeah, oh my God! With the uniform, we could talk about Oregon about that one. They, I mean, I don't know. They started a dangerous trend, but it's just the way that it is now. But I want to kind of go back to when you were in high school, and I looked you up. Like I've been your friend, so to me, you're tough. I'm like, I don't go on the internet looking you up, trying to figure out who the hell you are. But I actually did that, and I'm looking at when you were in college, man. Like you came in 
and you started as a true freshman. No, red shirt. Oh, you, yeah, oh, so you red shirt? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was reading that, and they got your stuff wrong because I was just like, man, Tuck went in. He was kicking, he was kicking ass as a true freshman. Yeah, nah. Okay, so you red shirted. So that, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. So, but even when you red shirted, and like, what was that first year like for you since you red shirted? Because that's something that I want to discuss with parents who are going through it with their kids, like red shirting versus not red shirting. How if you do red shirt? How do you use that year to your advantage? Don't take it like it's a, a shot at you, like you suck. You're just not ready yet. Like, so what was that like for you? Well, that's the problem is that you that to me, people that their ideals about themselves are probably bigger than what they are. <laughs> you know, and, and I get it. And there's and there are some freshmen, man, that are kids that just they just ready to go. Right. And it's different now, you know, again, because our discussions, the way kids train now, the way kids develop, the way they mature, there are kids that are ready to step in and play as true freshman. 1986, I wasn't ready to play as a true freshman. It just, it wasn't. 1994, it, it was Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. So, you know, I go I go in knowing I'm a red shirt. And at the time, again, what's, what's really more important to me? Well, graduating from this school is really what's, but that's what's paramount. But, you know, I, I, I knew I needed that time to develop. And then, you know, and, and you, and you get humbled. And yeah. that's and that's I think, again that's another thing that you know, this day and age, people ain't real big on being humbled. But you get humbled because you go from being, you know, big man on mm-hmm. campus, and uh, you know I'm the man. You know I got my chest out. Yeah, I'm big yeah. bad tuck on. You know at Banning High School, and all of a sudden I'm at USC. Now I'm this little, you know, punk ass freshman, <laughs> and you know now I gotta I gotta earn my stripes. Right, man. right. You know, and and again. Like I, you know, I just laugh at uh, you know the conversation that I had with Deuce when he came to school. Um, you know, talked about how you know everybody was all whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody was all county. Yes. Everybody was all state. Everybody. So all the accolades, all that, them, them stars. I might give a damn oh, about them stars. I, I hate that star rating system because I mean, you know as well as I do, Deuce was like the fourth rated like defensive lineman in this state, and I'm like, like furious about that. But you can't get caught up in that as a parent. As a player, you know what you can do, but you still, and I know for me, I wanted that acknowledgement for him. I wanted him to get everything he had earned, but in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter because you get kids that are five stars that go to college and you're like, dude, this guy's terrible. You get a kid that nobody's ever heard of and all of a sudden now you got a four-year starter. So, you know, I try not to get wrapped up in it, but it's hard not to because yeah. – you're well, a, as a parent, parent. You want the best for your kid. You absolutely and, do, and there's nothing wrong with that. And and but it's like it, it, like I said, now it levels the playing field. So, you know, I walk out there and and I you know now I'm, you know I'm a scout team player. Yes. And and, anyway, and then you you know and it's like okay, back to square one again. Yeah. And and you know you don't get caught up in your feelings and you don't get butt hurt. You're like okay, you know what? It's just another. It's, it's a proving ground. Yeah. I got a guy here. And bash heads with these dudes, and I know it's I know it's gonna make me better. Yeah, and and that's what I did. And I'm going against you know all conference linemen, all conference linebackers. You know, our, our, if this is our this is the first team defense that's gonna play on Saturday. Yeah. So if I'm trying to get my butt on the field, this is where I'm gonna sharpen my you know, I'm sharpen my my toolbox yeah. is gonna come from here. So, hey man, I just you know went to work and. Uh, um, so a funny story was uh, we had this uh, D line coach who hey, his, be careful where you're going with D lineman now. His you know? his uh, <laughs> his his son coaches out here now. I think his son his son I think coached at Corona. So his name was Mike Ackerley, 
And uh, me and Coach Ackley didn't get along too well, but thank God he was a D-line coach and I was a line coach. So um, one day after practice, my O-line coach calls me into the office and he goes, hey, uh, I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, I'm thinking there's something, you know, he's going to give me a coaching point or it's, it's something positive. He said, hey, um, Coach Ackley uh, kind of made a reference to you uh, kind of dogging it on the scout team. Oh. And I was like, come again? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Ooh, he, dogging uh, it. And uh, I said, so, like, like taking it easy, like taking plays off, whatever? He was like, yeah. I go, well, um, you know, I go, the defense is supposed to win. I, I do realize that. I said, but I don't. I blocked my guy. I, right. I blocked the assignment or whatever I said, and and you know I, I finished the play. I said, but I'm not, you know, the defense is supposed to win or whatever. I said, but I don't I don't dog it on right. the scout team. I said I go full speed. I said, right. but you know, thank you for letting me know that. I said because <laughs> you know because now rattle that cage. Hey, now you didn't lift that fuse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you calling and me soft. I'm a, I'm a different you know I, I'm a different dude, and I know everybody talks about you know you know people always talk about where they from whatever. I'm sorry. I'm from South Central Los Angeles, dog. I'm from I'm, I'm from I'm from the hood. I'm right across the street from the school. You don't you don't you don't let the fuse. <laughs> so they the next time we got to practice, it was a dude that was from my high school. He had been office lineman in my high school, and they made him into a defensive lineman. And so um, it was this backside block. He tried to cross my face, and I took him and I put my forearm right in his throat and drove him just on the ground. And, and so he was like, "Dang, Tuck is like that." I said, "Hey." And I literally, I said, hey, I said, go talk to Mike. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've had that happen to me, too. Like, when you're red shirted, you're out there, and the guys are like, hey, man, take it easy. Just get to where you're supposed to get. Let us block you. So you're like, okay, I'm a freshman. I don't really know what's going on. I don't want to get anybody riled up and get into a fight. And then when you're watching film, they stop. Like I know for us, anyway, if you're on scout team, they used to watch film right in front of everybody. Be like, Davis, what are you doing right here? Well, coach, I'm just doing, oh, well, that's a great way to get on the field. You keep doing that. And just kept going. And so you sit there and you're like, oh, okay. I understand what that means. So next practice, now you're out there going all out. And guys are like, hey, man, why don't you calm down? Hey, man, you need to go call to the coach. I'm trying to get on the field. So (laughs) it's funny that you went through it. I've gone through it. Deuce is going through it. I think any player who's worth their their weight in anything is going to hear that and say, okay, then I need to make a decision. Am I going to continue to get better or am I going to keep listening to these guys who at the end of the day, they're on the field, so they don't really care what you have to say. They're like, all right, you keep doing what you're doing. Make me look good. But that, that that's interesting that you got that same fire thrown at you because I've had it done to me. Like, hey, you need to pick it up out here. So now when you got on the field in college, like because I was looking this stuff up, Tuck, I mean, you got Lombardi Awards. I mean, that goes to like, the best linemen in the country. What What is that like being on that list? Because those accolades, I didn't get those kind of accolades. So when I hear about no, – I, I love that, man. I'm like a big fanboy. I'm a big fan of the game. I love the jerseys. Like when you pull that jersey out and it Rose Bowl <laughs> on it, I mean, it looks like a practice jersey now by today's standards. But, I mean, that thing has – the rose on it, like that's a big deal. So when you were getting all these accolades in college and you started being like Big Swole and Big Tuck, like what was that like? No, you're laughing, but uh, what was that like? Well, just, I mean, I, I I know for a fact, you know, talking to my friends, people that know me, um, people that have also, I've always said that I'm, you know, probably too humble. Um, I just, it just, 
it meant a lot, but it was it, it never it never like leveled out where I I felt like I didn't I guess need to achieve more. It was it was it was great to have, to have my name on it. I felt you know it was, it, it 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 helped to breed my own self confidence. Right. Um, it, it you know as as a person as a player, um, it fueled you know everything. Um, and 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 quantified everything that I was doing as far as how I trained, how my approach was, my mindset. So that that I guess the if it anything, it just helped um, helped just the the the, the self inspiration, the self yeah. um, inspiration or some motivation, inspiration, whatever you want to call it. Um, just you know, like I said, I've, I I always kept everything in perspective, yeah. and so that's what kept me grounded. I know where I came from. Um, I knew how hard I worked to get to the points that I was getting to. So, um, you know, I'll always always treasure the fact that I uh, um, was able to accomplish the things that I was you know, able to, to accomplish. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess, you know, the one thing that really, um, really means a lot to me is the fact that, you know, at that time, it, it's not so much now, but it, in, Kind of still has has its uh, name, whatever. But USC was known as an offensive line factory. Yeah, you know, they yeah. produced offensive linemen. So, um, in the history of the All American offensive linemen at USC, I was the twenty fourth All American offensive lineman in USC history. So that that you know that if there's anything that I really carry with me, that's a big you know I, I think it means a lot to me is that because again, growing up two blocks from that school, staying on that practice field as a young kid, you know, on my bike. You know, coach coming saying, "Hey, you know, you guys are always welcome to come." You know, and yeah. this at that time, this when John Robinson was the head coach there, and uh, um, you know, I've seen all the, I've seen all the All Americans, and then all of a sudden to see your name yeah. amongst these guys is like, wow, okay, I, I, I've, I've made it full circle, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and again, and you know, like I said, having my degree, man, for USC was 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 huge because I thought I was going to be. You know, Southern California resident the rest of my life, and so I knew that tapping into that alumni, um, um, you know, foundation uh, association, whatever you want to call it, like I, I knew that I would never want for work. Yeah, you know, if I did it right, connected myself, and that's and that's where it comes into play. Where you talk about you go to school like USC, it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> is that you true? know you sit in a class, you don't know who you sit next to. This dude could be the next. CEO, right. COO, or some. Yeah, you have no idea who you're sitting next to. You come in there and you looking for, you know, you're looking for a job, and they plug you into, a, you know, hey, well, call these guys or call this guy. Or just, it just, you just never know. And all of a sudden, the dude that you sit next to in class, your resume comes up. I remember this dude, yeah. and I know a situation that that actually happened in real life to a buddy of mine, and uh, was able to use that as a springboard to. Pushing forward, you know, in a company where he went from being basically being a grunt mm-hmm. to wearing a suit and tie yeah. to work every day, That's and good. so, you know, and again, it's, it's it goes back to what we talked about. These kids pick schools nowadays because of particular uniform combination they have, <laughs> or the facilities. You know, do they have the top notch top notch facilities or whatever? And and that's how football, college football has evolved. That's how schools like yeah. Oregon became relevant because they were irrelevant for so long. Um, but having, I mean, because we all know there ain't shit to do in Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. So how do you get a kid to come to Eugene, Oregon? Well, 
you start having these flashy uniforms. Mm-hmm. You had this flashy offense. Yeah. You put together these these unbelievable facilities, and then now you start, you know, and that's and so to answer your, you know, something you addressed earlier, you know, tradition is lost. Yeah, yeah. no, nobody knows any. No, no, these but these kids don't watch the game from the the nostalgic point of view, looking at the historical point of view of, of these programs and seeing the players that came through there. They're looking at highlights, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're not, they're not, they they, they can tell you any history about. Not that. You know the game, whatever. You ask a kid who was the first defensive player to win the Heisman. These kids can tell you. Right, you know, right. and it's from and it's from one of the, the major. You know, we all know it's you know um, um, Woodson from Michigan, yeah. but no, you know that's. I mean, that's one of the most historic programs yeah. ever in it's college huge. football. Charles Woodson and Charles Woodson won the Heisman as a defensive player. But these kids can tell you that. Right. And, and is it is it really relevant information that you should know if you're a football player? Probably should know that. Yeah. You know, if you call yourself a football player, but again, and that you know, and that takes me down, you know, a whole, whole another road that, and again, a discussion that we had is that you know, these kids don't, they don't, they don't, they don't know football. Yeah, they watch football, but they don't, they don't know football. Their their football aptitude, the ones that that have the football aptitude, those are the ones you see. They elevate their game elevates. You know, they're the ones that are they're constantly making plays on Friday nights. They're the ones that are getting the notice. Um, yeah. They have the talent and the aptitude, and so now, you know, I find myself as a coach having to teach. Before I can even teach guys to be offensive linemen, I got to teach you football. Yeah, just to teach you the game, just the basics of football. But that's something I, you know, you would think that you would already know, but it's understanding that this generation they just that's this that's a it's a, it's a lost, lost art. art. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean to. Because you think you just get out there, you see all these guys in the NFL, and even in the NBA, you watch like Seth Curry shooting up threes, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go out there and do that. Like, how many thousands of hours has he put in the gym to get there? You don't just walk out on the court. You don't just walk out on the field and say you got it. Like, it takes so many hours in the dark when nobody knows what you're doing. When you're in the gym, I mean, I I joke with you about it, but even when Deuce was going through it, I would see you at LA Fitness. You'd be walking in, we're in there just going. And, you know, not doing it for the glory. We're not having a bunch of cameras around us and setting up videos. So you're like, look what I'm doing. Like, you, you work in the dark, so then when it's your time, because you're only going to get a small window. You you know, when you get that opportunity to say, hey, Davis, get in there. Hey, Tuck, let's go. That's it. That's your. That may be your only opportunity that you get to show this coach what you can do. And if you're not ready, if you all you do is sit around all day, well, this coach doesn't like me, and he's picking on me, and he's hard on me. Well, they're hard on you because they see something. When they stop talking to you, like we always say, I'm worried when you stop talking to me as a coach. When you're finally just like, I don't know what else to say to you. I don't know what else to do. I've given you everything. I've told you, hey, come by. Let's look at some film. I can help you. Uh, We need to work out. You need to train. You need to do all these things to get better. And if you're not doing them, and it's been a year, it's been two years, I've got to move on. And then that's when you start getting the negative, oh, this coach doesn't care. And it's like, you don't understand what goes on. You only hear when little Billy or little Johnny comes home, oh, Mark Tucker hates me. He's always making fun of me. He's always talking about me. But it's like, this has been going on for years, and you only hear what you want to hear as a parent at home. So being a high school coach, when you get those situations, like how do you deal with this? Because I, I think this is important for parents to hear from somebody who's been at Hamilton for like 20 years. I mean, you've won every single championship they've won. I mean, you've put some great kids out there. 
you're somebody who, if you know anything about football, you're like, that's Mark Tucker. Like, he's an offensive lineman. I respect what he has to say. So when you get a parent who's like, well, my kid is up here, how do you deal with that? How do you, if you could tell a parent, if you're going to come talk to me about your kid, here's how you should do it. Well, the, the thing about it, too, is that I, I, those have been few and far in between. Um, the most of the parents I've had have always been, you know, hella respectful. Um, they, 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 you know, I, to what I've been thankful for is that I've had actually had parents, people bring their kids to Hamilton because of me, you know, being there as a, as a substitute teacher and a, as a football coach. Um, just a few cases that I've had to, you know, uh, deal with. Um, you know, it, again, I haven't, I haven't had a parent just come out and outright, you know, challenge my, my, um, my knowledge or my uh, coachability or anything like that. Um, just, you know, I, 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 I guess I'm waiting on that day to come. No, you're not. No, no, <laughs> no you don't need that. Um, but you know, it's just like, I, I, you know, parents nowadays, again, I know they want the best for the kid. As a coach, I want the best for your kid. I'm not trying to – I didn't get into this business, you know. This this will be my 25th season, you know, coming to coaching at Hamilton. Um, I didn't get into this business to, to screw kids over. Right. You know, um, I'm probably honest, you know, to a fault. But, but again, I have more – yeah, I, I have parents that respect that, but I have more kids, more more of my players that respect and 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 love my honesty yeah. because I think I think as a as a as a player you want the cold hard truth. Yeah, I would like to think that you know um, you know a lot of times I want to challenge these parents. I'm like, okay, what about on your job? Does your boss does your boss does he call you to the carpet? Does he hold you to yeah. you know hold you accountable? We we none of us are perfect, right? But I, I like to see you at your job. I, I love to hear what your boss has to say about you. What is your bushel your boss evaluation about you? I said, because I tell you, what, I can call you. I can call my captain right now, Ty Turner, and he'll give you a full evaluation of what he thinks of me. Mm-hmm. And I and I and it's sterling. Mm-hmm. And I and they, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm here to challenge your kid. I'm here to push him. I'm here to make him better. Yeah, I'm not gonna placate his feelings. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm gonna be just outright derogatory and, and destructive, but yeah, am I gonna give him shit? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna give him a hard time, but I'm preparing him for life. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, and that's that's just that's that's been my approach since the day I started coaching. And I, I can tell you, my son, defensive lineman, so he never really dealt with you like that. But he had my daughter too as well. The utmost respect. They're like, Dad, you can always know where you stand with Coach Tucker. There's you, you're never gonna be in that gray area. You're never going to be lukewarm. You're either going to be black or you're going to be white. And so, like you say, those kids respect that because they get such, you know, such BS from people sometimes where you're like, well, what's real and what's not real? So when you get somebody who is, you know, very much a blunt instrument, it's like, well, it's a little bit hard to deal with. But as you go through it and you start dealing with it, you're some of the fondest memories do still talks about. He sees you and it's like, like he's dapping up his dad, you know, my daughter, which he sees that's Coach Tuck. Like everybody knows Coach Tuck in, in Arizona. I, I mean, being a firefighter, playing ball here, 
it's just like people are just like, wow, that's Mark Tucker, that's Mark Tucker. So that's why I'm like always so excited. I was very excited to get you in here because I know that a lot of people know you and respect you. And, and I wish that we did have more time because there's so much more to you to unpeeling this onion. But, you know, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for being on here, man, and just, you know, coming by and spending some time with me and just, you know, this is this is a great opportunity for me just to get further, to get to know you about things that, you and I don't really talk about. We don't talk about, oh, well, I did this in football. I did that in football. We talk about our kids. We talk about how can we make them better? How can we be better as men? So to be able to sit down with you and get to learn things about you that I really didn't know, I, I just that's just a great, that's something that I feel like is just a great opportunity when I sit here and, and I talk to people who I've known for years, but now I'm getting to know their accomplishments. So you know, thank you very much for coming in here and being a part of this. No, no, I appreciate you having me, man, and I, I look forward to hopefully I get to come back again and uh, we chop it up again. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I love to have you back. So thank you very much. All right, man. thanks, man. Thanks for tuning in to the route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates. We'll see you next week.